This is Ask Amberly. This is Danielle Mercurio, which I love your last name because you are. So what would you even call yourself? Not like astrologer. So, you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big into labels. So I do like the fact that I can just use my name. I'm Danielle Mercurio. Yeah. Uh, Astrologist. I like a little bit better. Astrologist. Astrologist. Because we're getting a little bit more of that therapist, Mm. psychologist. Yeah. Because you're very intuitive. Very intuitive. Mm-hmm. Which I love that yes. part of you. Yes. yes. So, so intuitive astrologist mm-hmm. um, is, is definitely a big span of what I do. And then you're also a comedian. Uh, so they say. <laughs> so they say. You, well, you're not I, doing... didn't, I didn't enter the world thinking that. But you legit do stand-up I do. comedy. Yes. I mean, and you're I ha- very good at it. Yeah. I would say my last show was literally a weekend before everything went down. And I'm oh, so wow. grateful I got to do it. And I remember we were making jokes about washing your hands and mm-hmm. giving myself a hand job constantly. <laughs> Never thought I would be doing that so much in my life. Right. Um, but yeah. And then, and then since I haven't, I've been toying with the idea of doing more virtual comedy, but I haven't gotten there yet. Mm. But yeah. You would be so good at that. Yeah. I think it's just a different, you know, for me, when you are intuitive, which Mm -hmm. I think most comedians are. I agree. Because you have to, like, read the room. You read people. And you read into situations that normally people overlook. But everyone understands it when you you say it. Because it's like, oh, yeah, I think that too. Right. Right. So highly observational and, and whatnot. And so I've been able to do that within. And again, and I thrive off the in-person yes. and, and that exchange that happens. So I haven't really mm-hmm. sat down to play with what that looks like virtually, but okay. I think it's time. You bring a lot to the table. I try. As a Leo. As a Leo. As a, as a Leo. No, you're that, a triple Leo. Triple Leo, yes. So what does that mean for people? So when I was born, the sun, the moon, and the ascendant were all in Leo. So what does that look like as a person expressing that yeah. in real life? Well, you're looking at it. So (laughs) Daniel Mercurio, it's just basically, you know, any astrologer will tell you that. You'd be like, oh, well, do you know Daniel Mercurio? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's what it means. But (laughs) essentially, you know, how I like to describe it, like our sun, moon, and ascendant are kind of our top three when it comes to astrology and the Mm -hmm. ones that you should really know about yourself. And so Mm -hmm. our sun sign is, is definitely the most common one. Right. So that, that would be like your birthday, like I'm Aquarius. I'm Aquarius. My, right. I'm Leo, you know, born yes. June 6th. I'm Gemini, right? Yeah. Um, and our sun sign is who we are by day. Mm-hmm. It is our masculine. And that's why it has become so popular, right? right? Because it's all about I am. Who mm-hmm. am I to the world? Mm. That's our sun sign. Okay. And then our moon is more about how I feel. Mm-hmm. Who am I behind closed doors? Who am I at night? Who am I the in my emotions. private life? Yes, yeah. my emotions. How do I feel about that? Okay. That's our moon. And then our ascendant is what impression do I give to people? Mm-hmm. So when people first meet you, they might get more of your rising sign than they do of your sun or your moon. Okay. And you can use that as intel, which is nice. Mm. Mm -hmm. You were like, all right, if this is how I give an impression to the world, then I'm going to use that to like really make sure like how I'm engaging with people and what I'm showing up as. Right. Okay. So you are a triple Leo in all those facets. Right. So your emotions, your moon, Mm -hmm. your ascendant, what you're putting out into the world, and then your sun sign, which is like how you feel about yourself and yes yeah yeah all wow yeah wow yeah yeah it's cool <laughs> it's cool spoken like a true leo it's a lot of yeah no it's it's, it's a lot yeah. of fire it's it's um you know i think 
as much as we think of Leo as very flashy and like in the spotlight, I mean, we're governed by the sun, right? right. So we're definitely all about being in the light. There is more of a, a tender, soft side. There is still that cowardly lion, right? Mm. That sometimes is a little bit like, whoa, that's too much. I'm not ready yet. Yeah. You know, so there is there is a more humble, mm-hmm. uh, reserved side to us. Too. Right. Yeah. Like I was saying at lunch earlier with you, I love how Leos can have this fragile vulnerability but be super powerhouse, mm-hmm. strong beings that just bring in so much amplification is the word that I would yeah. use for you all because mm-hmm. I just think of like light and like being seen. The light is on you speaking and stepping up, being very strong-willed, strong power, but then there's that soft vulnerability yeah. side that is, like you said, the, yeah. the coward part that's like, Oh, am I ready for this? How much do I really want to be seen? Mm-hmm. Or if someone cuts back at you and is like, oh, I don't agree with you. That is not good for a leader. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't do well with that. We're like, well, well why? <laughs> You're already like deflated even thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, <laughs> where did that come from? So, so having that from the space of sun, moon, rising means mm-hmm. that I feel that so intensely, so deeply in so many layers. Yeah. Um, so it can be a lot to navigate, but in mm-hmm. other ways, it's, it's amazing. And I, I feel very blessed that I chose that mm-hmm. trifecta. Yeah. And the fact that you're so intuitive. I mean, people who get readings from you, I don't, I don't even know if people know <laughs> what to expect with you. Not because, always. Yeah. <laughs> because you get way more than you bargain for. So I've had experiences with astrologists and mm-hmm. getting readings and some of them stick to the bones of sure. everything. And very like, technical. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're like in this and the ascendant and all, all of the language and stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. And they'll stick to what those things are. But like, even with you, you're like, oh, I have a feeling you're this, or I have a feeling your Mercury and your mm-hmm. Venus are in Capricorn. And you're just spot on mm-hmm. with all of it. But you also translate that into how that looks in somebody's life or what to watch out for in the next, mm-hmm. you know, depending on where the stars and the planets are and how it's aligned, how it's going to impact you on your you know, on your path yeah. according to what your chart is. Mm-hmm. And then that gives people intuitive guidance into how to navigate through that. Like maybe yeah. you shouldn't make decisions right now because, you know, Mercury's in retrograde, which like that also has become like mm-hmm. a fad thing. Everyone's obsessed with Mercury in retrograde. So obsessed. Even well, like CEO men are like, yeah, Mercury's yeah. in retrograde. I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, where did you come from? Yeah. Like, <laughs> who told you that? Right. What? What? What is going on? Yeah, right. I mean, I think, well, first of all, with astrology, it is very layered. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great to have the information that an astrologer can provide. But for me, it's so important to be like, well, what are you doing with this information? How do you apply it? How do you apply it? And mm-hmm. how does it make sense for you so that when you leave the experience with me, you would be able to actually tell someone. You know, how many mm-hmm. times have you had a reading or something and, and you just got thrown yes. stuff and someone's like, how was it? Right. And you're like, I'm not sure yet, right. you know? And right. sometimes, you know, I've had that where you're just like, I just need to digest process and, and it, process it and know where to take a step. But yeah. there's, you know, too many times where I feel like people are just like, I just got thrown a lot of information mm-hmm. and I think this is happening to me and yeah. that's all I know. Well, especially the language, mm-hmm. it is a different language yeah, using, you know, astrological signs and all mm-hmm. of it. It's a different language. So yeah, yeah, throwing a reading at somebody and saying, hey, this is your chart. These are your tendencies. Right. This is your personality. And here's right. what's about to happen to you in the next, you know, six to nine months. That's a lot to take in. It is. And so you're so great at 
narrowing that down and saying, hey, you know what? These are the tendencies and here is what you're aligned with, mm-hmm. what, what could be happening, right. energetically speaking, where the stars are and everything. But then you're like, but also let's not get too caught up in it. Like, exactly. let's not just like tie ourselves to, oh, sure. Mercury's in retrograde. Right. So let's just not do anything on electronics. Let's not sign contract. You know, right. it's, Which it doesn't can't. mean, right. Right. You Be- can't do that. No, because who were you before you knew Mercury retrograde existed? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, there might've been random months where you're like, man, I shouldn't, month, yeah. shouldn't have signed that contract. Oh, yeah. why did I buy that house? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, you know, so Mercury retrograde is again another tool, another form of awareness. Um, yeah. They're always twenty-one days, mm-hmm. so somebody, and they usually happen three to four times a year, um, and they usually happen in, in the same element. So this year, all of our Mercury retrogrades will be happening in air signs. So Ooh. we're kicking it off in the time we're speaking in Aquarius, mm-hmm. and you know, Mercury retrograde is an opportunity to yes, you can. Technology isn't as strong. Mm-hmm. Um, certain things may dampen our day, so to speak. Yeah. But those things are happening because they're saying like your life is so saturated. You're on your computer too much. You're you know too busy driving here or there. Like you have too much going on, mm-hmm. and it's not sustainable. So the yeah. things that you're trying to max out are saying like we can't keep up anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna shut down. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have this happen. We're going to say, no, don't sign that contract because like you already have so much on your plate right now. Yeah. So, and it's not to say that you can't sign a contract or you can't be on your computer. It's just saying, hey, mm-hmm. take a, take some inventory right now. Yeah. See in your life, like what needs review, reassessment, what you're no longer aligned to anymore and clean house and then sign the contract, then get back on your computer. You know, it's, it's just asking you to take a pause for like a moment just to reassess. Or sometimes we do need to wait things out. And waiting things out a few weeks isn't that big of a deal. But again, waiting is different than like putting your life on hold. Yes. Right? There's like a difference between the two. It's mm-hmm. like, I like to look at waiting like being curious. And and, and putting your life on hold is fear. Yeah. 100%. Right. Like lockdown. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So you don't want to be like in a waiting room, waiting for your life to happen based on external circumstances mm-hmm. dictating to you how to live your life and what to expect and what to do. Because that is fear-based. A hundred percent. You can't do that. No, you can't. But there can be times where you do need to slow down. Yes. And you need to pause. And within that pause, you can be curious, but still kind of moving things forward. You're Mm -hmm. just not going full speed ahead. Right. A time of reflection and maybe moving through a little bit more cautiously. Yeah. But definitely, definitely, yeah, not just stopping and halting your life until Mercury gets out of retrograde. Right, definitely. Like for this Mercury retrograde, I decided not to have any one-on-one clients because I was like, you know, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to take a pause and just for my own spiritual maintenance, mm-hmm. right? It's really healthy to, yes. to take breaks. And so I was like, I'm going to use the Mercury retrograde for that, right? And work mm-hmm. on other things and just kind of give myself a little bit of downtime. So we right. can use it in different ways to... It's a tool. Yeah. It's right. a tool, and that's what we just need to look at, and not call it a tool when we're like, "Look yeah. retrograde tool." <laughs> like, no, just be gentle. Yeah, you know, what if someone's yelling your name around? Yeah, right? like, right. you know, Mark Smith. It's Mark Smith. Like, it's Mark Smith. That right. tool, right? Like, I don't know. I right. just, I just think sometimes, like. And maybe because I'm sensitive because I love astrology so much, yeah. but I'm like, don't call it names, yeah. don't have them puff. And like, Aww. again, it's like, you know, we, you and I talk about a lot is mm-hmm. like building into collective fear. Yes. Mercury retrograde is going to be a lot smoother if you're mm-hmm. not cutting it down, if you're not bashing it to everybody and, mm-hmm. and just kind of embracing it for what it could be. Right. That's a beautiful way of looking at it. And that's 
way more useful for people than saying, hey, this is about to define your next, you know, mm-hmm. few weeks. Yeah. And look out. That's that's very fear based. So totally. And it doesn't like help. Approach. Yeah. So, again, it's all about awareness. Mm-hmm. And then you have a choice of how you want to take it forward and, and it. see how it's being reflected. I love that. So let's talk about how we met. <laughs> how we met. <laughs> so random so random and yet i love it because it's like an aquarius and a leo walk into a beach <laughs> in la right in la right so i very very long story short <laughs> long story medium <laughs> right okay. a, a medium story a medium i fly to la for the first time and under the guise of I'm going to audition for The Bachelor, mm-hmm. which like... A show you never watch. Right? <laughs> a show I never watch, know nothing about. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Also, mind you, there were auditions in New Orleans where I happened to live the weekend before. Mm-hmm. 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 But no, no, Aquarius and me. Yeah. And... <laughs> Chances are better right. if I just go to L.A. <laughs> A place I've never been. Yeah. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, let's, let's do that. that sounds... And there'll be way less competition in LA. <laughs> I'll definitely be seen there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There are no standouts in that community. Right. No. Right. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But the reason I did that was significant for me. I had to... It was the first time that I put... A, I was mic'd up in front of a camera and I told the world... I am a doctor of metaphysics and I had never said that verbally out loud mm. to anyone. Yeah. And that was at a time that I was really struggling with identifying as that in a way or saying, you know, I'm, I'm a master at pixie dust healings. Like that's basically how I felt because yeah. I, my whole history has been science. Mm-hmm. And so this was a very, uh, you know, a, an identity crisis thing for me. Sure. So, saying that on camera with a microphone for the first time just to heal that huge part of me and then i'm like okay did that and they're like oh you did great you know what i was like no 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 (laughs) i don't actually want to be on the show (laughs) who does that i just wanted to tell you what i do for a living (laughs) on camera i just wanted to fly a thousand miles to tell you tell reality show producers (laughs) Who I know nothing about, Mm -hmm. don't care about, Mm -hmm. that I am a doctor of metaphysics. Who does that? Aquarius. Aquarius, yeah. Yeah, Aquarius has an (laughs) alternative way of approaching things. That's a great way of saying it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yes. So then, Sheena Manina is a mutual friend of ours. Y'all actually met in in uh, an event. An event. Was that in New York? Yeah, yeah. It was Spirit Junkie. Spirit Junkie event. Yes. So y'all hit it off. Anyway, yes. Sheena was like, I'm going to connect you with Danielle Mercurio. She's out in Santa Monica. You know, you need friends <laughs> while you're on this journey. You do. You needed a friend. Yeah. You needed friends. Yes. Right. Yes. So then I roll up. I get in a rental car after mm-hmm. that audition, yeah. still in my outfit and heels. And I drive over to the beach to meet mm-hmm. Danielle Mercurio and friends yes. in Santa Monica on the beach. Yeah. An actual beach, not like a restaurant on the beach. 
Correct. The actual beach, the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. Sand. Sand waves <laughs> in... Seagulls. <laughs> Seagulls. You can all see it right. from your home. You're in a bikini yeah. with your friends. And I roll up this blonde, like... Oh, I, I can't even imagine what you thought of me. You were just, I, you know, very done up. <laughs> In the sand. I think you took off the heels. I did. No, I don't think you were trying to walk. No, no. I, I took them off, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I put myself in your position just for a glimpse, and I was like, my God, she is so accepting. <laughs> because what? Like, that is so yeah. random. Yeah. So then you were so nice, oh, by of the course. way. I mean, I honestly didn't think it was that strange. <laughs> oh, I right. didn't. That's I true, because you it were takes in LA. A lot. Yeah, it yeah. takes a lot for me to be like, right. okay. <laughs> but that was our rendezvous. And then being there, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to places by myself because I could, because I'm, you know, yeah. Aquarius. No boundaries. Yeah, independent. And, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> independent, yes. But I didn't see you again. No. And which was very tragic mm. until when, like, like a month ago, a two month ago. ago. Yeah. And that was back in like, what, 2016, 2017? It must have been 26, 2016. I think it was 2016. It was 2016. I want to say. Oh, no, we did a podcast together, but we, well, we yeah. it wasn't in person. Sure. But that was on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Which, I had you on mine. Yeah. The Danielle Mercurio Show. That's a great podcast, by the way. And I always recommend you to people who are like, who should I have a session with? Danielle Mercurio hands down because you're so insightful and that is a game changer when somebody's trying to get information about hey tell me about my life tell me my blind spots what can I not see right now Mm -hmm. and you're so good at targeting that and saying hey here's a thought but you're not you don't define it and attach it to them and saying hey now you're shackled to this astrological mm-hmm. forecast no good luck like you're not like that no which is different right because i think you know it's easy to use astrology as like a scapegoat or as a way to fall into victim mode mm. you know you could say let's take a generic statement like a taurus saying well i'm just stubborn it's not yeah. my fault and it's like well mm. actually you just witnessed that stubborn is a quality of Taurus. Mm. There's your lesson. Mm. It doesn't mean that you're meant to be stubborn your entire life. It's me- it's meant to be a reflection and again, an awareness to say, okay, there are moments when you come up to certain situations, stubbornness is going to come into play. Mm-hmm. That is something for you to evolve out of. How do you want to go about it? How can you notice when that comes up in your life okay. and, and move through it? Because a more evolved Taurus is not stubborn at all, is actually very non-judgmental, is very open, is very, you know, allowing everybody to kind of do what's best for them. Mm. So we want to say, like, how do we get to the more evolved side of that sign? Okay. Um, but right. I don't even know why I was going with that. But I think I think I was just saying that, like, you know, I think people use astrology as this thing to, like, pigeonhole themselves or, again, even sometimes certain readers. Mm-hmm will paint a picture to be like, oh, well, you know, you have this square in your love area, like love's going to be difficult for you. And then the reading's over and Mm -hmm. you're just left with, oh my God, (laughs) love is difficult for me. And that becomes your story. And it's like, no, like I never want to leave anybody like hanging, so to speak, or feel like something's wrong with them or there isn't something that's fixable or workable Mm -hmm. or just, you know, we do carry lessons and karma into this life Mm -hmm. and we have to face it. Mm -hmm. You know, I wish I could say that like everything's great and beautiful and you don't have any problems, but it's like, how can we look at them in a way that feels empowering and allow you to really open up into it and take ownership of whatever it might be as opposed to fall, you know, prey to it. That's like giving someone 
saying you have this genetic predisposition for xyz health condition it's Mm -hmm. like that's very disempowering yes and it would be different if someone says hey this might be a tendency of yours look out for it but here's some tools for how to get out of it exactly here's what we've seen work here Mm -hmm. you know and and i think your chances of success are going to be much higher yes yeah definitely so i love that you work that way that's Mm -hmm. a huge bonus i would say that it, it feels very light working with you yeah it's there's levity to it and you're so humorous too because i mean gotta laugh (laughs) your jokes about all the astrological signs (laughs) are always on point like your instagram stories and all of it it's just it's so humorous like you call it out like aquarius don't tell me what to do and (laughs) hey it's like give me that approach right i know that's how you would go about it but this is about me and how i'm going about it Right. Thank you. Yeah. But that's a lot of information to have about all the different signs, all the different personalities. I feel like Mm -hmm. you, you've got to be, I mean, born with something like that, like a knowledge about it, because for the life of me, I don't know. I, it always slips my mind two days later. If you asked me in two days, I wouldn't be able to tell you like what my moon and there's no way, but you're a Leo moon. I am a Leo moon. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, can, I have your ascendant. I think I am. Yeah, let's see. What's oh. the impression you give to the world? Oh, mm. I see it. It's watery. Pisces. There you go. Okay. You win. Yourself. Oh, so, okay. That's what I give out so to So when me. people first meet you, they may mm-hmm. not get the Aquarian right away. They may yeah. not see the Leo moon. Mm-hmm. They may get more of that Pisces. And so Pisces is someone that is a little bit more laid back, mm-hmm. is definitely kind of more leaning into let's go with the flow, let's be creative. Um, mm-hmm. I like to call my Pisces like the muse. They like to just kind of sit and daydream and ponder. Mm-hmm. So if someone's a Pisces rising, um, again, they're going to come across as someone that... Um, seems like a like an old soul Mm -hmm. seems like you know they're very go with the flow um very creative but also it's just going to feel things out before they decide what their place is going to be okay i always equate pisceans to uh, emotions yes so that's interesting Mm -hmm. that how people perceive me yes okay yes yes and then how i really feel is a leo well as you should (laughs) Right. Yes. Yes. Um, and then how you desire to show up is Aquarian. Okay. Like as far as like, you know, like from your core, mm-hmm. like my, like when I die, like I mm-hmm. want people to remember me as an Aquarian. <laughs> my dying wish. Right. Is that you all know. That I'm independent people. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I died alone. <laughs> I did it without yeah, anybody's yeah, help. I, yeah. I died all by myself. <laughs> Did I make it any more clear? That is so Aquarius. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So funny. Mm-hmm. I did it all by myself. <laughs> no one had to help me. I did the research, all of it. I did all of the research. I did all the yeah. research in understanding how I could pass alone <laughs> and be really good at it. I also probably researched how to come back. Yes, that was probably in the in. Right, and I'm gonna come back alone. You are. Are right. you gonna come back as a, an Aquarian again? I don't know if I would be able to handle that. The the one astrologer, she always believes you come back as the next sun sign, which means you would come back as Piscean. Oh, very interesting. Which means I'd come back as Virgo. Oh. (laughs) 
It's probably why I make fun of them the most. I make fun of Pis- Pisces the most, oh, too. Oh, you do? I do. Interesting. Yeah, my sister's a Pisces, and I always say, don't be so emotional about it. Just be logical about it. Because Aquarius, the air sign, right. they think Data. everything yeah. through. And the Piscean is going to be water, oh, emotional. Well, next time. Oh, you know how people say career-wise, they're like, if you didn't do what you do today, right. what would you do? Right, yeah. right. You, what would your dream chart be? My dream chart. I do love the triple Leo. I, I was just yeah. about to. I was just about to say that. Yeah. But I was gonna say it would be triple Leo for you. It would be because, triple Leo. Yeah. Because if you're if you're a triple Leo, why would you not dream about being a triple Leo? Like and that's what is... dreams are made of, right here. <laughs> I'm living proof. Dreams do come true. That's so fabulous. It's a, um, it's a trifecta of yeah, Leo. Yeah. Yeah. I would change a few other things. Yeah. Yeah. I like my Jupiter. My Jupiter's in Sag. I love mm. that. Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of Sagittarius people in my life. Yeah. yeah. Fire signs. Fire signs. Well, yeah. air amplifies fire. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They work together. Um, whereas more water and earth mm-hmm. tend to flow. Yeah. So I like that. I love your North. Your North node is Aquarius. Oh, what yeah. does that mean? So North Node is like something that people are starting to understand a little bit more. There's okay. more talk about that part of our mm-hmm. chart. So it actually relates off of the moon. Mm-hmm. So we want to imagine that like the moon also has a North Pole and a South Pole okay. called the North Node and the South Node. Uh-huh. And when you're born, um, where the South Node is on the moon, it's mm-hmm. your usually past life lessons, karma, things you're here to work on. And the hope is that as you navigate through that, you can really rise into your North Node, which mm-hmm. is really like your destiny, your fate while you're while you're here. Okay. Oh, okay. And so for you, your South Node is actually Leo. Mm. And so kind of uncovering the more shadow aspects of Leo, like what you said with the Bachelor interview, being able to say to them, hey, yes. this is what I do. And mm. I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah. Right. Like that, that, that any fear that you had around being in the spotlight, right. Being seen, mm-hmm. that all has to do with a Leo South node. Right. Um, and, and, and for you realizing this was all made up in my being, yes. right? Like this was my personal securities. These were all things that I believed to be true about myself in order to move forward. I'm going to release all of that. Right. So I can fully rise into my North node, which is Aquarius and like, fully activating and and for you it works out nicely that your sun sign it doesn't always mm-hmm. work that way okay like for me my north node is gemini mm. so a little different um but for you having your north node in aquarius you know that is really all about working with the collective working with future thinking working with technology moving things forward mm. that is what you're here to do yes and so um but you had to get through that leo patch oh yeah to to be able to even do any of the upper Aquarian step. Right. The being seen part is, has always been a thing for me of, Ooh, Mm -hmm. how much do I want to come out with this information? Right. Yeah. That's always been a thing. But now after, I think after my Saturn return, Mm, I started getting more into that because that, (laughs) yeah, that'll help. Saturn return is a rough ride, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good two and a half to three year journey. And it was rough. Yeah. 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 But it's okay. I'm I'm all I'm all good. Well, I wouldn't say all good, but I'm a much like there's still now. a little bit of trauma. <laughs> but it's like ninety five percent good. Right. I still worry it's gonna come back. Right. Even though it's not. 
Okay, well, okay. It, it'll come back like in Your, like, 30 60s? years. Yeah, I think it's come, I think for you it'll come back in the tw- like maybe 2053, 2054. Yeah. Oh, cross that bridge when I get to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But for now, just recognize you're free from it. Okay, good. Yeah. For the year 2021, yes. do you feel anything about the energy what we're stepping into what we're looking forward to what do you think 2021 would be about energetically speaking i mean it's really about rebuilding okay um, which i think you know hopefully we're witnessing um i think Mm -hmm. more of that rebuilding energy won't really start until a few weeks from now to be honest Mm -hmm. um What's really interesting about 2021 is the Aquarian energy that's streaming through. So Mm -hmm. I'm very much a believer in the Aquarian age, this idea that um, in 2012, we shifted over into um, a new grid, a new timeline that will last for about 2,000 years. Right. Oh, 2,000 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Oh, so that's why 2012 was like a huge thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So 2012 is a huge thing because it was, I mean, it's believed to be the year that we click into the Aquarian age after Mm -hmm. being in Piscean since two, uh, since, uh, zero BC. So basically like, yeah. Yeah. So, so zero like around, so basically the, the ages, they are about 2000 years long. They work in retrograde fashion and why they work in retrograde fashion is because we're working, um, with the signs a little bit differently than we are in a micro scale, which is your chart. Your chart's Mm -hmm. considered micro where the ages is like the most vast connection we can have to astrology, but Mm -hmm. it has to be from a literal universal perspective. Mm -hmm. So, when the Piscean age started in zero BC, we had Jesus, we had kind of these concepts of the teacher is outside of you. And we need a teacher. We need a teacher to come in, give us religion, give us you know organized philosophy to um, bring us perspective, bring us certain beliefs, mm-hmm. and all that kind of came to be over the last 2000 years. But what was happening was it was giving people too much power. Mm. Right. And people were starting to become, you know, we started to see their rising of cults. We started to see yeah. more dictatorship. We started to see issues within our political, you know, how much power people in politics are getting. Mm-hmm. Um, people calling themselves gurus, people having these mass followings. Right. Um, where that, you know, you know, think about, okay, I guess Jesus is a big deal now. But like at the time, <laughs> he, he only had like a few followers. He had what, 12, 12 disciples? <laughs> You know, so when people worry all the time, I don't have enough big enough following. Well, Jesus only had 12 and he did all right. All you need is 12. Yeah, all you need is 12. So, <laughs> so funny. you're good. Um, and then, you know, it kind of got bigger than him. And then that's kind of what happened, right? right? For all of us, it got bigger than us. So we can't handle it. It's not sustainable. Right. So then in 2012, it reset into the age of Aquarius. <laughs> And by the way, also, I do not think Jesus was a Capricorn. No. I actually think Pisces. Oh. I mean, think about Piscean age. Very interesting. um, We Hmm. we connect him also to spring, right? Easter. That's sweet. I think think Pisces is nice. He loved fish. Oh, there you go. (laughs) There you go. Right? Why did Um, we not think of that before? Wow. Well, Capricorns (laughs) just wanted to take it all. We get the new year. We get Jesus. <laughs> we get Yule Tide. It's <laughs> turning into a business venture. Right, right. Let's like, make yeah. religion a business. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's at home because it's cold. Let's give them this. Capricorns, Jesus. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. No. No. So That's yeah, funny. I definitely don't think he's a Capricorn. Right. 
Okay, sorry. So now oh, we're moving anyway, into Aquarius. Yes, yeah. now we're moving to Aquarius. So the idea of Aquarius is you are the teacher. Mm. You have access to resources. You personal have power. access to intuition, personal power, 100%. Mm-hmm. So that kicked off in 2012, which okay. means, we, and we have it for 2,000 years. Mm. And so, you know, people are, the more it gets kind of widespread, this notion, mm-hmm. you know, it started in the 60s with the New Age, right? It was called the New Age because yeah. we were getting ready for the New Age, right. the Age of Aquarius. And... As that gets more um, talked about, I think mm-hmm. people are very excited. But again, like we refer to Jesus. Yeah. I mean, he died at 33. He didn't get very far in the whole thing. So right. we're just at the beginning of it, too. You right. know, like it's 2021. But what's interesting is, is we're starting to see things take form mm-hmm. that haven't since the Aquarian Age started. Okay. So Aquarian Age started in 2012. Look at the numbers right now, right? Yes. Like two, zero, one, two. Yeah. What are we in right now? Two, zero, two, one. Wow. You know, things are kind of kind of grooving. Mm-hmm. Um, something interesting that happened in December, a lot of people were talking about the um, Great Conjunction. Yes. So Jupiter, which is our planet of luck, prosperity, expansion, mm-hmm. um, and then Saturn, which is our planet of rules, discipline, contracts, they both moved into Aquarius on the same day on December 21st, right? So 12 mm-hmm. 21, winter solstice. Winter solstice. Okay. Also a big deal, right? Like yes. you just love when they pick all the things. <laughs> Right. Throw it in the bag. It's almost like yeah. <laughs> there's a reason for all of this. I don't know. You would think. You would think. Right. Um, and so that was the first time, though, since the Aquarian Age started, mm-hmm. that Saturn and Jupiter have even been in Aquarius. Mm. So that was a big deal to see two social planets on the same day, yeah. on the solstice, come together and say, hey, we're going to be in Aquarius now. Mm. And then what we're witnessing in February Mm. is six planets at this point in Aquarius um, with the new moon, with Mm -hmm. a lunar or a lunar new year, not eclipse, sorry. Um, (laughs) And so I think having this much Aquarian energy in Aquarian season, um, and then really we're going to see it throughout 2021 is allowing us to access more of that Aquarian mindset and that philosophy of humanitarian rebuilding. How do we get things, you know, kickstarted again? The last time we saw significant Aquarian energy was 2009, which was after the 2008 recession. Mm. And so what was 2009 to us? Rebuilding. Rebuilding. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think we're going to see a lot of that energy. I don't know if this is going to be a huge life-changing year per se but i think when we look back we will see how 2021 was a transitional year for us and how it was a part of what we got to right i look at it as like building the foundation so Mm -hmm. you don't see the full building yet but you're seeing the foundation of it's starting to come to fruition of where we're going yeah absolutely so i see this as a steady year in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. i think you know i think this is a year where people are able to take whatever may have happened for them in 2020 and say, okay, I can't keep waiting around. You know, I've just got to take ownership and I've got to, you know, do what I can given the circumstances. Right. You know, like even what we were talking about earlier, like I would love to just do in-person comedy right now, but I I can't, you know, and I understand that. So Mm -hmm. what am I going to do to look at what the current times are, understand that this is probably going to continue for a little bit longer. So how can I bring comedy in as opposed to me continuing to say like, well, I'm just going to wait until I can go to a bar and do it. Yeah. It's like, well... Yes. You know? So it, it, it's starting to just take ownership of what you do know, mm-hmm. what's available to you, and what you want to create from there. Mm-hmm. Being present in the moment, mm-hmm. seeing what your tools are available to you, and how do you pivot from 
what your expectation was of, well, if it doesn't look this way, then I have to just wait until it does look that way. Right. And that's not the case. No, it's, we don't. We're want not that. going back there right now. Mm-mm. So how do you move forward with this new energy, the, this new way of being, this new way of life? How do you step into that more yes. fully and let go of all of the expectations around what you think it should look like? Exactly. Because that brings in a lot of pain when you're in the present moment and you're looking at, well, I'm not there mm-hmm. in the future or in the past that splits your energy off into different multiple timelines. And then you lose your power when yep. you do that. Exactly. And then you're sitting waiting for someone to tell you what to do. And going back to Aquarius, we do not like being told what to do. No. Which is what we need right now is doing what you're inspired to do. Yes. And moving forward with the new energy and creating new things. Yes. Rebuilding. Yes. All of it. With the collective in mind. This is about the individual understanding of what you just said and that individual Mm -hmm. awareness of taking ownership of how you want your path to move forward with the underlying understanding of of this is also going to help us as a whole. Yes, because Aquarius energy is very humanitarian. Yes. And is always thinking about the bigger picture. Group oriented. How is this going to Mm -hmm. affect and impact the masses, the all of the people moving forward, the collective, how can I bring service mm-hmm. to the collective right now? Yeah. Even though we're very independent thinkers. A hundred percent. But you use that, that data, that technology for the greater perspective. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Us Aquarians. <laughs> yeah. You're an interesting bunch. As a Leo, you're like, yeah, no, 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 no. no. I love my Aquarians. I do. I do. Because you're able to think outside the box and more forward thinking and again, able to use your resources. I Mm -hmm. mean, people get confused sometimes with Aquarian because it is an air sign, but the archetype is a water bearer. So, right. So a lot of people think it's a water sign and they're confused. Why, you know, what does that have to do with the two? And, you know, I I love um, in Tarot, the star card. Mm. I think that's a beautiful um, depiction of Aquarian. And it's this picture of this woman mm-hmm. um, who has just stars all around her. Mm-hmm. And she has this big jug of water and she's pouring some of it into the stream. And I'd like to think that the water bearer um, understands that this jug that she has is all of her wisdom, all of her knowledge, all of her resources. And she knows how much to give back to the earth, to the land, to the people, and how much to keep for herself. Mm. And I think when Aquarian can really be in that actualized form, it's really beautiful. It's beautiful to see them then use their air to share, you know, what it is that they have developed, what it is that they know, but then Mm -hmm. also know how to like have their boundaries, keep their reserves so that they don't burn out. Right. That's a huge thing Mm -hmm. for sure. The Mm -hmm. burnout of Aquarian burnout or the Aquarian goodbye. It's like once they're done, you like don't hear from them. Like if you get, if they reach that point of burnout, they have ghosted you. That is the Aquarian goodbye. Where did they go? I don't know. They're just, they disappeared for a while. It's the Irish goodbye. It is the Irish it's goodbye. It's like, and yeah, every time, even at a party, like I would mm-hmm. be at a party or wherever. And I'm like, I'm I done. just leave. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm done, done, I'm done. I don't need to go through the whole goodbye process. No, right. Aquarian does They'll that. figure yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gone. Yes. Right. Unless you're dating one and then it's a little, it's a little more annoying. Well, yeah, I know. We're working on it. Like, where did he go? <laughs> and we're Three like, months later, hey, I'm here. I've What's here, up? I've been here the whole time. You want to grab dinner? <laughs> That's classic Aquarius. You know what? 
I would I would apologize on behalf That's of all okay. of us, but you know we are who we are. You are who you are, and I know better at this point. Exactly. So, and we we don't do it intentionally. We no. just don't know how to be otherwise. Of course, and I and I appreciate that in ways as well, though, because when someone's yeah. too available or too right. clingy, mm-hmm. or and I'm like, I just need space, and I need not to feel like I need to report in all the time. Yes, which with Aquarians, I don't have to do. You and don't I love that ever. I love that, and like if it has been a while, there's no like, sorry, I've been no. busy. No, mm-hmm. I don't have to say any of that. It's just no. like, hey, what's up? Right. I mean, that's exactly yeah. what we did. Well, I was going to say, like, I texted you, what, two days before? And I was like, oh, I'm going to be in town. Are you around? Right. Or somebody would be yeah. like, what, you're just telling me now? Right. And I'm like, yeah. And even this morning, I'm like, oh, I have to tell her where to meet. Oh, yeah. I knew you would. <laughs> I knew you. Uh, yeah. I knew you I, knew. I would. Yeah. I wasn't worried. Yeah. I know. You know? Well, there's 24 hours. Just give me, you know, I'll let you know about two and a half hours before. Yeah. Yeah. And I drive with that. I, I love do. that Leos do that, though. I do. Because y'all are, you know, in your power and you're like, we got this. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. What are we going to do? Sit around here and like worry and wonder and stare at my phone? Well, I'm those like, are good. options for some astrological signs. Yeah. Virgo. <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry. I love my Virgo listeners. I've just, I've just totally canceled out one sign that will ever want to do readings with me. <laughs> it's so funny. But they're it's also so like, well, she's, they're she's like, got well, a point. She's not wrong. <laughs> We love you, Virgos. No, we do. I, yeah. I really, I love my Virgos. The critical Virgos mm-hmm. we love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate it. I do too. Hey, they are very good at, they have a keen eye. I don't know what. <laughs> That's one way to say it. Okay. Yeah. A grandmother figure. Yeah. They have a keen <laughs> eye for, for things. They like, there needs to be like a perfection to their creation. Yes. And I appreciate that. Yes. Yes. I feel like the, a lot of Greek people mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. probably Virgos. Yeah. Way to really fluff them <laughs> up over, you know, a lot of Greek gods. The smartest people on the planet were probably yeah. Virgos. Yeah. No, very is, like architect, you know, that kind of, yes. like I would want a Virgo building my house as 100%. my architect. hundred percent. Yes. 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 Building my house. Cleaning my te- dentist. Ooh, right? Like they'd be very good at that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would want that. No kind of stone stuff. unturned with a Virgo. Mm-mm. Hot stone massage. Ooh, get in there. Get all up in there. Yeah. I might start doing that, looking up my (laughs) massage therapist, be like, they're going to ask, do you want a male or female? I don't care as long as they're a Virgo. Yeah. Yeah. Non-gender specific. (laughs) Right. Earth sign, please. (laughs) Right. Oh, you don't have any? I will be taking my business elsewhere. start doing that i'll be taking my business to a place that knows how to honor and appreciate what kind of employees they should have at this establishment and clearly that is not a priority for you and i do not trust my body here you will not be working on my body thank you very much no (laughs) that's so funny so okay be honest which you always are okay do you if you're like about to go on a date or you go on a date you look up their charts, right? Uh, yes and no. So mm-hmm. I actually don't like knowing too much. I, I do the same thing. Because, like, can't. Uh, yeah, I'd rather, I mean, my intuition's already going to yeah. be on fleek yes. no matter what. So right. I'd rather not bring that to the table right away. Yeah. So I actually try to wait. I mean, usually okay. their sun sign will come out in mm-hmm. some capacity. Right. But as far as their chart chart, I really try to wait until mm-hmm. I can like assess myself. Like, do I like them? Like, what am I feeling? Yeah. Um, and usually good. my intuition though is pretty spot on with whatever I find astrologically. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah. I mean, you did that even with me at lunch. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, your Mercury and Venus are in Capricorn. I'm like, 
who knows that? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I have a feeling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I so I'm doing that anyway. Right. Yeah. But there's no need. Um, and I try not to bring it up either because mm-hmm. either, you know, now I'm, again, I think it's easier. The more you do this, the more you take ownership. Mm-hmm. I think people are taking astrology more seriously or, right. or at least as a valid way to look at it, like a personality assessment, mm-hmm. which I think is great. Um, but you know, there have been times where I like, they're like, oh, we look up my chart. And I'm like, I don't want to be working right now. Thank you. Like, I don't want to work on this date. Thank I don't want to feel like I should be sending you an invoice. And all I got was this beer. That, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, it happens in dating where sure. it's like, okay, I don't want to read you or, no. you know, channel your grandmother right now about yeah, what you exactly. should do about business right, or right. like heal your liver right now. Yeah. Or your dad issues. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not into it. I'm no. like, I, if anything, I want to turn it off. Same. relax i need someone to talk about literally nothing with mm-hmm. yeah yeah and just silly let, let's talk or... about pizza just yeah just, like yeah, or silly. just like where we live or yeah. i don't know this sounds really bad. <laughs> we're like <laughs> we're like cheese we like, can we just be basic bitches right now I'm so that's the thing i think there are times where i'm like i just want to get dressed up yeah and look cute and be and a just, normal human being yes talk right. to someone about really yeah meh things but I even any relationship in general, even if it's going out with friends or stuff, you want to pick my brain, getting information, you want to get access, and it's very draining. It's so draining. So I don't hang out with anybody anymore except for like four and a half people. I don't know who the half I is. I mean, we but are yeah. in a pandemic, but yeah, um, <laughs> I just stay at home all the time now. <laughs> it's like I'm quarantining or something. Um, <laughs> living my best Aquarius life. I'm like, this seriously. is actually, oh yeah, my gosh, it's yeah. Been so You're great. like, welcome to my queendom. Yeah. Uh, but, but no, I agree with you. Like I am very selective yeah. around who I spend my time with for mm-hmm. those reasons too, because yeah. there are too many times where it turns into like a coach or an astrology session and at first I liked it you know what I mean yes, like it when felt, at first yeah it was exciting but mm-hmm. then once you do it for a living and you're working with so many people on a regular yeah. basis it's the last thing you want to do is literally get off work yes and then move into a situation where yeah. someone's like so can you just tell me one more time right about yeah blah, blah, that's blah. it it's always like, like well real quick I'm yeah. like no no no, no. yeah right no, I saw yeah. your Instagram you were talking about this yes. can you just tell me a little more and it's like yeah no right so you have to have really strong boundaries, which I've learned yeah. and had to deal with. But part of me, the Aquarius side of me mm-hmm. is like, good, I don't need to be all things to all people and help everybody. No. And, you know, the humanitarian. Same with the, same with the Leo. Same with the Leo, the Leo right. feels the same way. Yeah. He wants everybody you to feel good and yeah. supported and empowered, right? right. Like, I want to, you know, I want the, the person at the coffee shop to feel empowered because I walked in the door. Right. And not That's just, so cute. You know, like, <laughs> It actually happened when I was uh, coming to meet you. They yeah. were all like, we love your jacket. Where is it Aww. from? And I was like, oh, it's from here. And they were like, well, you look amazing. Like, I need to find something like that. I'm like, you should. <laughs> so I'm like, good. You're more empowered to change up your wardrobe because of me. <laughs> like, First of all, thank you for seeing me yes. as a Leo. Secondly, I will empower you now. <laughs> to go do the same. <laughs> you know, she was just wearing black. She needed, she needed to see my colorful coat. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah, I love Leos. Yeah. But again, to your point of just wanting everyone to feel good and supported, that doesn't mean, though, that every situation becomes that when you're interacting with other people. Right. And some signs... Well, I've found also women tend to... A lot of my clients will will struggle with that a lot. Because it's like you... 
as a as a female, you, you are more of a giver and yeah. you want to support and, and nurture. You're the, you're the social one who's gonna like bring the community together and all that. And then you're so depleted mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yeah. and you have nothing left for you. So it is about knowing your boundaries, setting it, and being explicit in that, and then honoring your own energy and giving to yourself at the end of the day, especially if you're in a line of service work, whatever that looks like. You'd be yeah. a nurse, you could be sure. whatever. It's it's you have to draw that boundary. I can't even yes. imagine being like, you know, a nurse or a doctor. People are gonna can you check this mole out? Right. You know, I even get that yeah. right now and yeah. I'm like, I please don't lift your shirt in a public place no. to no. for me to look at your mole. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> We'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Just wanted to finish my meal here, right. but you know. Right. I, yeah. It it's fun. this like feeling of, and it's, I think it's getting, it's happening more and more, especially with social media and, yeah. you know, having access to so many people. Yeah. You know, the boundary gets very blurred. Right. Like, oh, can you just, and, and I think in people's mind, they're like, oh, but it's real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right it's right. like, oh, it's just a quick question. And it's like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm tapping into like, Yes, there's a lot of energy current that runs mm-hmm. through you when you're trying to access information and people don't understand that. And it's up right. to us to draw that boundary and right. say, no, it's yeah. the thing that I always say is like, if I was like, oh, can you just like meditate and pray for me really fast? You have to get into a, That's a good point, right? A, a, an energy and a yes. mindset and like bring yourself into a situation to then pause and channel all of your energy mm-hmm. on to focusing on that person or that particular inf- information. Yes. yes. It, it garners a lot of energy to do that. It's mm-hmm. like, can, I'm already like, <sighs> yeah, no, it's yeah. like, can you just do my taxes really quick yeah. at the table? You would never ask somebody no, to do that because the prep and the, yes. the, you know, they would have to say, Oh, I have to go get this. I have to go get that. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, you're right. You right. do. You have, you know, there's so much that goes into it. I know. And it can't just be, and maybe technically sometimes it could be just a quick thing, but again, that's not the point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if it really was just a quick thing, it's like that adds up. Mm-hmm. It's oh. like how many quick, things can you answer and it's like yeah 14 texts in a day of real quick what's your take on bone broth or what's your i, I can't i, I can't know i it. have a couple on my phone right now i had to tell them like i don't have the space right now i'll get back to you later good for you because but it's hard it is know? it's very hard it's, it's, um, yeah and you love especially clients too you love yeah. your clients you love I, them and you want to help them but also it's you need to be supporting yourself and yes. when you're off you're off and yes. you just you can't it's always a real quick thing, you know? And yeah. it's like, yeah, there's yeah. 14 of those in your day minimum. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It's like, why aren't, you know, and sometimes I would question like, why aren't I getting to other like goals outside of my work or right. like things that I've wanted to do for myself or even goals within my work Yeah. where I'm like, why aren't I getting to them? And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, when I look at my time management and like where I'm spending some of my extra mm-hmm. time, I'm like, no, those 14 quick questions could have been, yes, you know, something that I've been putting off. Right. It would be like if your teacher, you go to school, you get off of school and all the students have the teacher's cell phone number mm. and they have a million questions about homework. Right. The teacher would never stop. That's such a good point. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what it is. Right. And it's like, no, you go home at 3.15 p.m. Yeah. And you're done until the next morning. Right. I mean, you might email them or something. Sure, but, but like the, it's yeah. not this immediate direct line. Access. Exactly. Yeah. And that is a lot. Just to have it in your field, even reading the text. Well, that's is what like, I mean. Ugh. Even if you know you're not going to answer. Yeah. And I have to get better about that. Sometimes Me I'll too. see like DMs and I'm like, I know my curiosity peaks mm-hmm. and yeah. I open it and then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't open that, yeah. you know? Oh, no. And even if I don't plan on answering or it's something like, you know, that would be better as a session or, yes. you know, whatever it might be, it's. 
and still lingers in your energy it does, field. Yes, because it I drops know. in. Yes, it does. It's like someone just look, moms and dads, parents out there, you, yeah. you all get it. <laughs> hundred percent. It's just, right. you know, wanting that Saturday morning to sleep in. <laughs> right. And I just want to make banana pancakes and not talk to anyone right. and watch Netflix. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great right now. I know. Actually, I really wanted to go do that. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I know. But then, you know, on the flip side, and I think you and I are both social people. Yeah. It's right. like, if it gets too extreme, then I'm like, where is everybody? <laughs> like, I'm like, I want everyone to leave me alone. And then I'm like, yes, nobody calls me. <laughs> It's so funny. I'm like, I have a day to yeah. myself. Yeah. Something's wrong. Right, right. Like, <laughs> well, I'm glad to know I'm not the only one. No, so, you're yeah. not. You're not. And again, it gets easier and, and um, yeah, it's good. And at the end of the day, again, we still love what we do so much. That is true. We're all going to make it. We're going to make it after all. <laughs> all right. That was promising. So... For people who want to contact you. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> don't slide into my DMs. Don't, don't be a Virgo. Yeah. Don't be a Virgo. Don't ask for my for my number and texting. Or take me right. out for a drink. Great. Okay. So um, how do we contact okay. you? Yeah. So follow the name. Follow the name. Daniel yeah. Mercurio. That's my website. DanielMercurio.com. Okay. Um, my different services are listed there mm-hmm. if you want an exchange in that way. I hang out on Instagram a lot under Daniel Mercurio. And then my podcast is relaunching uh, a new season. So fun. Starting in spring. So great. Ooh. Yes. Some of, the, some of the signs kick off seasons. Um, so Aries always kicks off spring. So anyway, podcast, The Daniel Mercurio Show. <laughs> and uh, yeah. If you're going to be doing like online comedy or different things like that, yeah. that'll be on your website. Yeah. So okay. there's a little section called virtual events. Ooh. And that's where you find them. Um, so the comedy will be on there. And then I do monthly pop-ups um, depending on whatever astrologically is happening that month. We do mm-hmm. um, some kind of curated event for that. Awesome. Yes. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. Thank I love you. you. I have so much love for you and appreciation Aww. for what you do. And Ditto. you're just great. And I'm glad we are doing this earth plane together. Me too. It's refreshing. It is. It's refreshing. And, yeah. um, you know, I appreciate you too. Aww. It's so easy. I love it. I know. It is. We're like really easy. We're what so, is. We're so easy. We're so, so easy. <laughs> <laughs> like beyond easy. You have no idea how easy it is to be us or get with us. Um <laughs> Right. You just have to say you like right. my coat. Um, <laughs> right. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, but we are and it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I know. We don't, we have zero expectations with each other. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no expectations. There's no Super expectations. easy. Right. <laughs> it's great. Right. You're great. I'm fanning the oh, fire of the Leo you. right now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for keeping it weird with me. Bye. Yay. Oh, 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 oh,